Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo, Ryan Herrera, and the longest winning streak in the National League comes to an end. It had to happen sometimes, guys. An epic run in Cubs history. Three games in a row they won, and now they lose 4-3 to three to the Reds <laughs> in what was a complete snooze fest until the last inning. They, the first inning was fun, the last inning was fun, and all the stuff in between was nap material. Yeah, I'm surprised you actually didn't fall asleep. I am We're fairly still surprised, waiting. too. It's never happened, but it, it could. Yeah. <laughs> it, when it does happen, the internet will know, because I'm going <laughs> to get the best... Luke Stuckmeyer sleeping on the couch at the CHGO office. Yeah, and I'm a Heck. mouth breather, too, so you'll get a good <laughs> shot. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll hear it yeah. before you see it. <laughs> you'll see it. No, I mean, really, this game, they, they score two runs in the first inning. Then they get two hits for the next seven innings. And the ninth inning is only interesting because Joey Votto decides to bat flip on a walk yeah. up two runs in a game that probably ultimately will mean nothing to either team. Yeah. I honestly like I tweeted someone explained the last 10 minutes to me and like like I'm 5 years old because I I don't get why Rowan Wick was bothered by Joey Votto walking to first. I know. And I I and then you saw Votto like at first base say like say I didn't say anything. Right. Like it bluntly say it like Marquis Brockes was like literally you could read his lips. So I don't know what was bothering Rowan Wick. So, you know, whatever. Like, and usually I, Joey Votto's one of the cooler guys in Major League Baseball. Yeah, like, like that's his reputation is like he's supposed to be a great guy, funny, yada yada. He did put a little extra into a bat flip on a meaningless walk. Yeah. I don't know if there's something else outside of that because you could tell David Ross was saying, pay attention to the game. Was there more to that than just the bat flip. Right. That set off Wick, you know, because and then they, they clearly plunked right. Patrick Wisdom. Yeah, the leg would get hurt. Uh, but going back to the Joey Votto, Rowe Wick thing, I tweeted out, like, the, save the beef. If the Reds were there on Monday for WWE Day, that'd be great. <laughs> battle it out in the Hell in a Cell, battle for Canada. Yeah. Um, yep. I, that, that sells itself for the are pay-per-view. We, are, but, we for, are we for sure that they, that they hit Wisdom on purpose? Up to, it's the ninth inning. You're the Reds. And I know it, they don't care about wins or losses, but still, like, I don't, Boy, know. I don't know. The they pitcher did. has some history of being involved in stuff like that. Go back to Bryce Harper he had a beef with. Okay. Um, so I guess that doesn't necessarily mean he's doing it. It's a dumb place to do it if you are. I mean, look, right. it, That's a if, it, if it was on purpose, it almost cost him the game. Yeah. Because Contreras hits that ball, you're down a run. I mean, it goes one more foot, you're down a run. In any other year. Yeah. But I, they probably don't. You know, I, I don't again, know what they did on purpose. It was, like, like Cody said, it's a weird. I, it's a bad situation to do it on purpose. Yeah. Like, regardless yeah, of your taking it, it, it or whatever. It would be really stupid a, if it was I don't even know. Stupid situation the, weird, the situation is so weird that I don't even know if I should be a Cubs homer and be like, fuck Joey Votto, but I don't want to because I respect the guy so much. Right. And I don't know if I should just be like, what the hell are you thinking, Rowan Wick? Like, why, why are you starting this? You got out of the inning, though. You didn't give up a run. So, like, it is what it is. I thought it was all, you know, thrown under the rug. Then we get to the ninth inning. You get one out. Then Wisdom comes up. You hit him. And then you almost blow the game because you hit him. <laughs> Ross gets ejected. It was an it was an elite 
uh, he get like an elite ejection in terms of he got his money. I respect him so much more now because of how he got ejected. Uh, and that, yeah, that's 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 the the best summary I can give you of like how that situation happened. I don't I I don't know who to who to blame. Nearing on the chat's not buying what the Reds are selling. He says Strickland loves hitting people. He's a meathead. Baseball players are meat heady. Yeah, that's fair. Meat heady. Hey, yeah. I mean, I just think that, you know, again, I know the Reds don't care if they want or lose, I guess, at this point, but shit, when you actually have a chance to win the game, you think you just win the game. I mean, the Reds did everything better than the Cubs tonight. Like, I don't know. Like, I, just, I don't know. Phil says, absolutely <laughs> on purpose. The slow-mo angle clearly showed no movement on that ball. Like, he just went, first of all, if that's where you're going to throw at somebody, that's dangerous. You could have broke sure. the guy's forearm, his wrist, any of it. Like I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm Nick. sort of surprised. And, and also, the reaction of the umpire lets you know that it, there's, there's at least some tension there, right? Because yeah. he steps out right away and is like, whoa, 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 instead of just go ahead, go down to first. And right. Wisdom didn't really, like, take a step towards the mound. Yeah. He just kind of slowly... He gave him, like, the nod on the way down to first. Yeah. was like, okay, like, I see you, basically. Like, this is the kind of person you are. Yeah. All right. And it's just a weird – if it's, in fact, on purpose, it's a very stupid place to do it. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I don't, yeah, I, for sure. They will never admit that they did it on purpose. Right. Just like Keegan Thompson didn't admit that he hit Andrew McCutcheon on purpose, even though we all think differently. For sure. And that's <laughs> why he should be the mayor of but Chicago. But there are, there are, so there there are dumb, meat-heady players that go ahead and do things that don't yeah. make any sense. Right. Um, Nick G asks about Wilson – uh, waiter, he said, waiting for the Wooded Dong report. I'm with you, Nick G. I've been refreshing Twitter. Um, I I do I don't know, I don't know that it would have donged. Um, but as soon as I get the information, can, I will. Can pass you it explain over. that to people that might not know? Like I think most of our chat knows. To mm-hmm. Wick, and I know now it, it, the account. So okay, the account on Twitter, uh, it's called Wooded Dong. Basically, it just takes like Statcast data and and ballpark metrics and stuff, and it's like. This ball, based on its launch angle and exit velocity and whatever, would it have been a home run in any right. other ballpark besides whatever ballpark it was hidden or it wasn't hidden? Um, and it just gives you that data, like, oh, say, say I don't, I have no idea what the the Statcast metrics are for Wilson's thing, but say, oh, it didn't go out in Great American Ballpark, but it would have been a home run in five different, right, five other ballparks. Would it dong? Would tell me this would have donged in five ballparks, and I think that's. The best way to um, it's a characterize. Pretty, it's a great a, idea. Like yeah. whoever came up with it, it's a great idea. Oh, it's, it's, it's an a automated bot too, but I just I don't have it. But just the donging, the what a dong. I like that. I, I think we should keep that and, and make it like standard MLB vocabulary. What would it have donged? It would not have donged. <laughs> would yeah, it tater? You don't like tater? No, I, like, I prefer tater. Nah. You've said dong way too much. And up. I thought you said wooded <laughs> dong at first what instead it, of. Wooded instead of would it like yeah. wooded w o o d would it dong yeah there you go <laughs> oh oh okay I get what you're saying now is that your preferred term for home run dong now it is now it is whenever Brandon always, Davis gets called up we're gonna be talking about Davis dongs Davis dongs I'm I've always been I've always been a tater guy <laughs> well you're you're an old soul tater yeah my home run call for highlights used to be that taters mashed if it was really taters mashed yeah that taters mashed. That's brutal. Ash Tater, see? That got, that got me a job from Michigan to Nebraska. Uh, well, I, I got I to gotta think of a way. You can see how well that worked for me. I got to think of a way to incorporate dong into something like that, <laughs> phrase like that. Like that, 
Dinger dong. I don't know. Dinger dong. Move, move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the winning streak's over. Um, the longest in the, the National the, before League. We get, first of all, you get the two runs, and Hap gets them off to a nice start. And Kyle Hendricks, who we were hoping would have a better start, having just given up four home runs in the windblown game at Wrigley Field, just the second time in his career he'd given up four home runs in a game. They spot him the two-run lead, and he gives up, you know, th- four runs in the next three innings, right? By the third inning, they were already up four to two. Like, he gave it right back, and then there was just nothing happening the rest of the night. But, like, Hendricks, I don't get on Kyle Hendricks very often. He's got to be better. Yeah, it just wasn't, you know, he wasn't getting the whiffs. Um, Threw a lot of sinkers today. 15 of his, no, no, 25 of his 68 pitches were sinkers. Um, Went to the four seam a lot, too. Actually, changeup has been one of his better pitches this season. He went to it the third most of his four. Um yeah, two whiffs on 31 swings, which obviously isn't a lot. And then just looking at the uh, the illustrator, the pitch chart, um, his fastball kind of you know, four-seam sinker, um, just not doesn't show a whole lot of command there. Um, and so if that's you know if that's the case, then he'll be the first one to say, like, you know, because, again, we talk about it every time. We talk about Kyle Hendricks. Is his big thing is to locate. That's how he wants to start is to locate the fastball down and away, locate the fastball down and away because that's what allows everything else to play off it. And just based on the, on, the, on the pitch chart, he you know that fastball is all over the zone, all over outside of the zone, just did not look um, like he was commanding it down and away like he would like and like you have seen in you know, some, of his be- some of his best starts of the season. Um, and so I think just, just looking at that, when he's not commanding the fastball, again, he's not able to play the rest of the pitches off of that, which you can see in the fact that he only had one whiff on his changeup. Uh, he had no whiffs on six curve. He didn't have a swing on six curveballs, um, and he kind of relied on the sinker four seam. So that tells me he, you know, tr- maybe a little more of trying to get that in the zone or trying to get that low down and away. Which, um, just based on the pitch chart itself, didn't look like he was doing it very much. And you kind of can see just on the box scores, he struggled today. Um, yeah. Four runs, four runs, and f- no, five, four and five. Is that what we, what we? No, he went four innings. Four and four. four yeah. Innings. Daniel okay. Na- Daniel Norris came yes, in and yes, increased his hits. trade value tonight in the fifth. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kyle Hendricks, he had the two hardest hit, or he gave up the two hardest hit uh, baseballs tonight. Uh, Brandon Drury, 108 miles or 108 miles an hour exit velocity on a ground out, and a home run given up uh, when Joey Votto at 107. That was crushed. Um, but also, you know, he just they they hit they hit him all all across the diamond. Is what it is, man. I don't understand. Also, those X velocities. A reminder again: I am an analytics guy since last Tuesday. Um, Cody Delmetrics. Delmetrics. Yeah, Delmetrics. Um, change your Twitter name to that. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about Kyle Hendricks. All I know is that we sit here, me, you, me, Luke, Ryan, whenever we're on the road, and we'll we'll sit here, look at the chat, and everyone's like, "We got to trade Contreras. We got to trade Stroman. We got to trade Kyle Hendricks." And I'm like. How can you look at Kyle Hendricks right now and expect to get any kind of value for him the way that he's pitching? He had he's he's had good starts. Like we we gave him all the credit in the world when he had that great start in San Diego. And then he was definitely not as great in Arizona, but he gave you almost he came one out away from a quality start. And since then, it's back to what we saw in April. Jack says, I need Brendan to let me know everything's going to be okay with Hendo. 
I we haven't, we I haven't hope seen so. Brendan jump on yet, but the pitch doctor <laughs> uh, had did put some stats and stuff out. He said the whiff rate is among his best in his career. Sinker usage down by 33% this year. And he was talking about how like some of the numbers for Hendricks don't make sense this year. Our, our buddy Jake Bonowski, who was on the podcast with us, said his hit rate is 10% higher than his career average. You know, like there's some stuff that's odd about it. Like, But really, it all comes down, like Ryan was saying, it always comes down to command with, with, with Kyle, Kyle Hendricks. Hendricks yeah. You know, he just doesn't, he doesn't have the velocity and the movement on pitches necessarily to, to not have his best stuff every night. Like right. he doesn't, he doesn't have that room for her error like other guys do. Um, so he can still be really, really good. In fact, he can be dominant at times, but when he doesn't have his command, it's almost like he's just another pitcher. out. Well, there. Usually you know, whenever just, we talk about his command, he has maybe two or three walks. He only walked right. one person. Tonight. He just, to, for me tonight, he just gave up a lot of hard contact. Like yeah. the right. home run that Votto hit, when you look at the location of it on the little square they have on the broadcast, it was out of the zone at the bottom of the zone. But at 89, and I mean, that's who he is. Joey Votto's a Hall of Famer. Let's like let's be real. So I don't know how much you put into is that Hendricks being bad or is that just Joey Votto being Joey Votto? <laughs> You know what I mean? Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, maybe a little bit of both. But, again, you look at the exit velocities for the Reds tonight, especially in that, what was it, the third the third inning. They were I tweeted them out from the CHGO Cubs account. You should go follow it on Twitter if you don't. Like, the, they're more than half of the exit velocities that inning were over 100 miles per hour. So, he's he was just giving up a ton of hard contact. So, when you talk about command – in this game, at least, for me, it's more of just he just wasn't locating even his pitches that he wasn't locating strikes in the right spot. Right. And yeah. so, like, instead of walking guys, he was just, you know, serving up meatballs. Leaving it over the plate a little yeah. too, catching too much of the plate. Um, Nick on there says, blame the dead balls, you know, that should have been a home run or blame it on the movement for Hendricks. All I know is if it was – Back to a live ball, the home run by Joey Votto would have gone through the bleachers and into the river. Yeah, like, that was yeah. A, it was a laser off the bat. So, yeah, you win some, you lose some. I I would agree that that when Contreras hit the ball, I thought it was a home run, and we were all like cheering for it in a big way, especially how that inning was going with how was, like them hitting it wisdom was and everything. I think I was just cheering for the possibility that Frank Schwindel could be. The back. Sent back back there to catch uh, because <laughs> oh. P.J. Higgins was out. No more healthy catchers, and who knew if they wanted to put Wilson right to into catch. The game. So I'm like, there's a, there's a chance Frank Schindel's catching. He's the emergency catcher. There's yeah. a chance. I don't know that it would have happened, but that would have been interesting to see that decision. Yeah. And Morrell still had a chance to win the game too, yeah. or at least I shouldn't say win the game. Take Tied the lead, up. be a superhero again, mm-hmm. and we thought, well, this is this is just as good. First, it would have been great if Contreras hit one because. It was either if they hit Contreras, there's going to be a brawl. Yeah. If he hits a home run, the bat flip's going to go over the dugout. <laughs> yeah. Morell yeah. was uh, good tonight. I've, I've said the moment's never too big for him. It looked like he was a little maybe over-anxious. He saw him breathing. He saw him trying. Yeah, he was, he was trying to calm down, but clearly he was, like, amped up to try yeah. and have that opportunity again. Yeah, it was a big moment. But earlier in the game, nine-pitch walk, earlier in the game, 
seven pitch double. Yeah. Like, again, he's getting on base. Is it just one game he hasn't reached base? Is that I correct? I think it's every game he's he's been on base. I'm pretty sure. Been on base in every I'll game. I think so. I feel like he's been on base. Been on base game. in every game, but uh, there. There's one game where he didn't play at all. Yeah, he's been on base every single game. Wow. Uh, the only time he didn't get a hit was May 19th, and he, he walked. Okay, so, so yeah. it's a, he has every game he's played, he's got on base, and he has a hit in all but one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was. So I mean, yeah, he's looked great, and defensively, he's looked great. Yeah. Seven hits and three walks. Yep, and the th- I mean, and we're gonna keep coming back to it. Just the defensive versatility that he brings. That's the reason why they made you know brought him up from Double A because he could play six, seven different positions. Um, and then we're gonna talk about this once you know guys on. Guys start getting healthy, and you guys start making roster decisions. But um, obviously, he came up out of necessity. But he has n- not only been very good at the plate, but he. And then we talk about we were talking about how many pitches he's taking. He's taking right. above the major league average pitches per plate appearance. So he's um, the plate discipline's there. He's he's following off good pitches. He's laying. We were even like taking like oh he's laying off some really close pitches. Like good good for him, right? Um, but outside of just the bat, just defensively, he's playing all over the field. He's letting David Ross plug positions that a guy needs a day off or a guy's, uh, you know, feeling a little – he's feeling something and, and and needs someone to play in his, st- his stead, right? So that's – if you lose that just due to roster crunch and options and stuff like that, it, it does suck mm-hmm. um, because he's a guy that's been up here. He's done really well, and you kind of obviously want to see if you can keep that up. I – I also think it's a big deal that the last two nights now he's been batting leadoff, and like yeah. I, and as we've seen, the Cubs with you know guys like Nico starting basically the, the entire year down the nine hole, or you know we saw him move up to the six hole as he started you know really coming into his own. Like the fact that David Ross is just like throwing this guy into the fire again, going back to last night, man, like keeps. He keeps – it doesn't have to get hits, but if he's just finding a way to get on base, like, that's just – that's a good sign because, again, <laughs> exploring Luke. Yes. Uh, he's someone that – I don't know if he's going to be a part of the next Cubs team, but, man, like, he has been fun to watch uh, in all aspects of the game. He really has. Yeah. Exploring and experimenting, and they're doing it both with him. They're moving him around. They're trying to explore whether or not he's ready for the majors – uh, you know, 22. So far, it looks like he's ready for the major leagues. And they call up Nico Horner today, and because of the, the Gomes injury, you don't have to even worry about Morrell going down in this case. And by the way, that's another good sign coming out of this game was Nico coming on for the pinch hit. I, I was surprised once he was brought up that he wasn't in the lineup, but they have been trying to go slow. They put him in that position. He hasn't seen pitching at a major league level in a little while. And he's able to, in a high-leverage situation, just kind of flick it the other way and the right. You know? Of course, like, that one dropped. That one drops. <laughs> like, you know, what was it, 80 miles an hour? 70. 70 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, but did it have an 870 expected batting average? So it was, like, perfectly placed. Yeah, ball. Well, but also, con- ball, he, he, he went, was like he went six, the other way. Like, I'm, I just like what Nico's done all season. Yeah, sure. Just like Morrell, I like what I've seen from Nico And that's a ball, I and mean, that's, that's, that's the kind of – hit you kind of expect from Nico. Just right. put the ball in play, like, see if it could drop. Like, he's not going to very – I mean, he's done it a couple of times, but he's not going to hit a home run in that situation very often. He's not right. going to 
Um, throw, drive the ball deep into the gap as often as, as you would like or as often as some other guys will. But he's going to put the bat on the ball more often than not, and more often than not, it's going to find a spot on, you know, okay, I won't say more often than not, but we put the bat, you put the bat on the ball like he does more often than not. There you go. Um, then there's going to be times like today where that ball finds the outfield grass. That ball finds its way down the line. That ball finds um, just its way up the middle, something like that. But just put the ball in play, and good things have happened. Can happen. That's what I've been saying all season. Um, Nico did that because we know he's a good contact hitter. Um, and that ball, you know, perfectly placed and got, you know, nearly well, got a run in and nearly tied up the game. Yeah. Is Nico ever a guy you want to see batting leadoff? Or, or for now, would you ride with Morel just because he's been – so patient and poised and playing well, and he's done pretty well there the last couple of games. I always said that I liked Nico either five or six or batting second, and and it would depend on the lineup that day because, you know, we've talked about or people have talked about for years, especially as we've gotten more analytical in this game, that usually the best hitter in your lineup is batting second now. and. Yeah. So which which in a perfect world isn't Nico, right? Exactly, he's not. But he's still like the type of hitter he is, yeah. and the type of lineup that the Cubs have. He's a guy that I wouldn't mind seeing batting second. But with the type of lineup the Cubs have and the type of hitter that he is, I would rather see him batting fifth or sixth more often than not. Um, things will could change though come the deadline. Um, but for right now, yeah. yeah, with what this team has right now, yeah, I'd rather have him. More so in the middle of the lineup, have him in some, you know, some decent RBI chances. Because, again, like he, we just watched, like he put the ball in play in a crucial moment. And with him yeah. out, that's some of the things we have seen hurt the Cubs. You know, I've ranted about Patrick Wisdom that one day. <laughs> I've ranted a little bit about Ortega uh, in a recent game, too, and strike, who struck out in a, in a major moment to try and score and either tie or take the lead. And... You know, we've we've had nothing but good things to say about Nico all season. So I, I like him down more so in the middle of that lineup, fifth or sixth. Yeah, and like I mean, again, I I just said it, but like in a in a perfect, like contending team, like this team will go to the World Series, Nico Horner's not gonna be your number two because if we go up the assumption that that's where like the Mike Trouts of the world hit. Right. Like right. Nico Horner's not gonna be your best hitter on a championship contending team, but he is gonna be a guy where we talk about honestly, we talk about that I mean, I saw Tony LaRussa and you know Sometimes you can take kind of take what he says with a grain of salt, but he kind of said that uh, I think it was Vaughn the other day of like the ninth hitter is kind of like a second leadoff hitter, and some people will can disagree, some people will agree with that, but just like if you, it is nice and nice to have a you know a lineup that good where a Nico Horner can slot in down at the at the bottom of the lineup, and then when you go through that second rotation, you got another bat that you can put out there along with your leadoff hitter that can both put the, bat, think, put, the, put the bat on the ball and try to get on base. I think that Nico Horner could be a solid leadoff hitter in a lineup like the White Sox if you wanted me to pick, you know, if you wanted me to talk myself into believing he could be a leadoff hitter. He's very similar to Tim Anderson in terms of just putting the contact out there. He, does, he doesn't hit home runs like Tim Anderson, but he does make contact and he does hit the ball in all fields. And, like, Again, I'm not saying Nico Horner is going to develop into Tim Anderson, even though I think by F war, Nico Horner is, is right up there with Tim Anderson this year. Yeah, so I'm just saying. Are you I know Steven one? is sitting over there. He's shaking his head. I'm just Howdy. saying. Are you stats off- don't lie. Save it Are you for offering- Crosstown. Mm-hmm. Save it for Crosstown. I think, I think Cody's offering a one-for-one one trade for Nico for Tim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying he's better. I'm just saying he's playing just as well as Tim Anderson has this year, minus the home runs. No, he hasn't. 
Come on. No, Steven he pissed. was. Go look at the numbers. No. Go. No. Go Steven's look pissed. at the numbers. Wait, wait, what was your number in again? terms in, in terms of advanced analytics? Steven, not saying that he's better. I'm just saying he has Tim been Anderson's playing just MVP as well. Candidate this year. Say that yeah. again. Tim Anderson's an MVP candidate this year. Nico's not. Wait. So what? Wait, Tim on, Anderson's no, not what, an MVP. What candidate. was oh, the? Yeah, what yeah. was that? Hold on. I got. I got look at this. Hold I on. just know that Steven's face just got so red. That I thought potentially his head might pop off his shoulders. I haven't. From the okay. Couch Admittedly, I haven't seen Tim, Tim Anderson's numbers this year, or not this year, but recently. He's been but very good. I do know Jax, before. Jax before says I would not trade Nico. I do Tim know Anderson. that oh, before before the stupid umpire ran into Nico Horner, he was he was playing just as well as any shortstop in the National League. Oh, I'm I'm with you. Nico's my Nico's my favorite. Player I'm not saying he's you. better than Tim Anderson. I'm not saying that. He's Tim, an MVP candidate. I'm not saying that. Tim so Anderson don't, is don't twist him. my words. Say, but I am saying, I am saying that Tim he Anderson is, is dusting playing. him in F4, by the way. He's dusting what? Him. Dusting him. Well, yeah, Tim because no, Horner's been out for three weeks. But Tim Anderson has the has the highest F4 among all shortstop in the majors. Okay, you go look back at what it was at the beginning was it, of May. May 9th? May 9th. Go May look 9th. at it back look it up. Then. May 9th, May 10th, Steven. I think. May 10th, I think. <laughs> We said it was the second day of that San Diego series? Yeah. We'll say May 10th. All right. It was close. I'm not sure if it was above it. What's one or two points? I don't care. Again, I'm not saying he's better, but he, he was playing very, uh, very, very well. Was, he was playing well. It was, was 1.3 F4. Jack wouldn't trade Nico for Tim Anderson. Come was, on. I would yeah. trade Nico for Tim Anderson. It was I one, would. It was 1.3 Throwing war Kyle Hendricks. 0.8 war. 1.3 and 0.8. Okay, that's, that's not that, that far off. That's a that's a that's a decent chunk. And I like Kyle Hendricks. That's a decent chunk, especially oh, this gosh. early in the season. Like that's a that's a pretty big game. All right. At one time, it was close. <laughs> okay, so I think it's early. It was closer. Back, Whatever, back man. to where he bats in the order. You're talking to the guy who didn't look at the stats. Yeah, you've I, only been analytics since what? I've been days? only been analytics guy Cody, since last Tuesday. Yeah, Cody Delmetrics no, didn't exist like about a month ago. So Stephen is going uh, to tell the Sox guys that I said that Nico Horner <laughs> is better than Tim Anderson. He's texting him right he's now. He's texting him, and they're gonna they're gonna. Lay That's not me, what you said, even though, though I didn't say. It that. is kind of what he said. Like half. He didn't. It not kind of though. Like he was. He didn't say. That he didn't say he did not say Nico is better than Tim Anderson. I did not. I no, subs- you didn't. I literally just sat here and said I would trade him for Tim Anderson. Stan says this combo has devolved, and I agree. It has. <laughs> now it started. It started with we were talking about where you would bat guys in a lineup, and really it was would you leave Morel at the top of the right. order? And as Ryan was pointing out, in a, on a perfect team. So in reality, when you're looking at this lineup that we're talking about, yeah, you can forget this entire conversation in three years. Like, it's not, it's not relevant. That's because three-quarters of the guys in the roster right now probably won't be on the roster. So, yeah, it's not going to look like that. But for this team, for this season, if you're trying to win some games, I, I think it was Jack said, Morrell, Nico, and then Wilson, which is interesting because Saya is the guy that we've said all along was like, oh, Saya's got to be two or three. Saya's got to be two or three. And all of a sudden, say it has cooled off, and he hasn't had right. a mm-hmm. multi-hit game in almost, almost exactly a month. a month. Almost a month. Um, so he's had some hits, but you know, it, it goes back to the point of the whole sample size thing that we talk about. We get excited about Morel. It's you know a couple weeks. Yeah. You get excited about Nico again. It's not even half a season yet. All are good signs. Keegan Thompson is a great sign. Steele, great sign. Saya's start was a great sign. You can't put all of your eggs into any of those baskets just yet because even one season at the major league level 
doesn't prove that that's going to be repeated the next season. It, sometimes it takes at least two years of doing something before I'd be convinced that's the answer. Now, don't get me wrong. You saw Chris Bryant come up as a rookie, who puts together a season. You're like, okay, well, he's going he's gonna to be pretty good. Yeah. Now, well, we actually thought he was going to be better than he has been right. after the first season. So, again, small sample size. Wait for it to kind of even out after – Two, maybe Chris three Bryant seasons. was a little different. Like Chris Bryant, when he came up, he didn't hit his first home run and for what, like the first month? Right. Was it twenty? But he still put up that? like really, like his slash line was still really nice, and he still like gave you really good at bats. And like that's kind of the difference between him and Saya right now. Like Saya will, I mean, he walked tonight. I think yeah, he walked tonight, right? Yeah. Yes, and, he did because uh, he was my who you got. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I won that one. I I, I don't know. <laughs> he did not win. Who you I just got. think, I think so. he's just he's just going through the motions right now, man. Like this is what we talked about in spring training, right? Where he's adjusting to, or the league has adjusted to him. And he's struggling to adjust back, but he's also had some decent games too. Like, yeah, he hasn't had a multi-hit game, but he had a seven or eight game hitting streak going before the you know yeah. the last couple games. With a bunch of doubles mixed in there. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, like was, he he had been hitting for extra base hits, so I I don't know, like. I do know the last couple games have been kind of rough for him, and that's a little un- frightening because it is the Reds. <laughs> but right, I don't know. That's that's my two cents. It's like I think we just got to keep, we just got to grind through it as fans and just hope and pray that he, you know, turns it around. Where's, and- where's your confidence level? If you had to put it at a percentage, a confidence level that he's going to be uh, somewhere between an average player to an All Star. At least, so all stars. He's going to be either. Zero, up, he's going to be at least above average or an all star, like this year or just no, in the like future. In his in, in his, his Cub career, career. I give I give like an I think, eight. I think I eight out of ten. Like eight eight and a half. Like yeah, he might not be a perennial all star, but I don't think he's ever going to be. Cl- I think he'll be an above average hitter. Um, just in the way we've seen him, you know, his his plate discipline and, and stuff like that. That carries over for a long time and. Uh, I think he'll learn also just kind of – I mean, again, we're a month into his – a month and a half into his big league career, nearly two months. But he's still, like you said, learning how to to adjust to the league, not only pitchers, but adjusting to how umpires call him, like that kind of stuff. I think he learns. I think he kind of starts figuring that out more and more. And then with that play discipline he already has, he kind of starts to be able to uh, pick more spots to swing at pitches that are borderline, to be able to – you know, not obviously not Chase, which he does a lot, but keep. I'm not much to say. I think the main part is like he, those borderline pitches. I think he will adjust to. Hey, these umpires are calling that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I get my zone, but maybe I shouldn't lay off it too much. And I think you've seen that a little bit, but um, just overall, I, I don't think he becomes. I don't think he's less than an above average hitter. Um, and obviously, he's a really good outfielder too. So um, I think he the, the next great Cubs team. Um, he could be a starting right fielder for that team. I, I mean, I I'm so. okay with that. I, I think maybe unrealistically early on, many, many Cubs fans were like, whoa, yes, like they got the steal of the offseason, and maybe I personally was at like 90%, and I've come back down to like, well, 50-50 is good or could not be. I, I think I'm above could or could not be, so I would say like, 67%. Like, I'm not I'm not going to go as high as – because I think a lot of stuff could still happen early on. But we, there were very good signs. We knew there were going to be adjustments. I just want to see the bigger sample size. And if yeah. I'm saying the bigger sample size, I mean 
literally this year and next year probably before I would say confidently what I really believe he's going to be. Yeah, I, I, would, I would think at least the full season before you're like, okay. like I'd be interested yeah. to see, like, and this is this is dumb to even, like, compare, but I'd love to see, like, Shohei Otani's, like, first however mm, many at-bats yeah. that – like the about the amount of bats that Saya has right now, I'd love to see Shohei Otani's numbers like in his rookie season of what they were were like. I mean, and that's that's unfair. Like Shohei Otani is, I mean, well the guy insane. they always right the guy they always <laughs> compare him to is Kosuke again. Like yeah. another player coming from Japan had a good start because he became an All Star, which was mm-hmm. a longer sample size than what we've seen now. I'd be interested to see what Kosuke's numbers were. Versus yeah. what Seiya's numbers are, or or any player that's you know come over from another country and just tried to jump in. He's yeah. he is he is a veteran player. He's not he's young, but he's he's a guy that's played professional baseball. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you look at if you want to go that route with Shohei Otani, he did have a really good rookie season, two eighty five batting average, nine twenty five OPS. But then we also think about the fact we're a month and a half into the season. Like, have we even seen Seiya really start making those adjustments to the adjustments? Like. You got a long season to go. Like we, we should have this conversation at least at the end of the year before we really start. Like you said, yeah. start really I mean, thinking a, about who he is. A good portion of what we were evaluating was him playing well, dressed up, where literally all we could see was like the top of his forehead and his chin because it was, you know, forty degrees and pouring rain at Wrigley Field all the time. Like we forget the first month of the season was miserable. Well, the ball, the ball, even if it's not right this season will fly a lot more this summer at Wrigley Field. Like, that's that's just reality. That's like, just how it goes, yeah. So, I love this so comment was, here from John, too, saying he's too respectful for MLB umps. He's been squeezed a lot. I know he takes a lot of, like, strike third calls, but he's been squeezed a lot. Well, there's that, you know. I agree. Uh, yeah. we, we There was the one. I think the one actually Walkie took was on a – uh, there was a ball. Was a, there was, was a ball we saw that ball. was like a curve or a slide or something yeah. that ended up. But he's just been outside. striking out a lot on that in yeah. terms of just taking it. Call yeah, strike, that's what so. I'm saying. We we've seen that before. We we even mentioned it to each other. Like he struck out on that before, like that right. exact same pitch. Um, so he'd really benefit yeah. if we had Robo Ums. Just saying. Yeah, well, I'm just Maybe. saying we, we talk about a one, two, three in the order, and it's it's funny how quickly it, we took Saya out of one, two, three just because of some recent struggles, and again. I think by the end of the season, it's very, very possible that he's one of those guys that you want in that mix for batting second. For sure. Yeah, and I don't know if this will help him or not, but maybe Rossi could, you know, put him back down to six like he started at the beginning of the year, maybe take some pressure off. But at the same time, you look at the lineup and you're like, well, you kind of need Saya there in the middle of the, you know, second, third, or fourth, right? Like, so I don't know. You know, it is what it is. I I think it really is just one of those that we just have to watch play out and let him do what he does. Uh, I also don't want to put too like put too much blame because it's like you look at the lineup and you you look at him and you you see all all the intangibles he brings and you then you look at everyone else, at least the large majority, and you're like, how can we how can we like say too much whenever the lineup just like if 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 him Ian Happ or Wilson don't do something more often than not the Cubs are not scoring a lot of runs that day except for you know wisdom and Schwindel have been hot of late which is nice which is great if they can get that on a consistent basis to go with those three guys then the lineup you're like eh, this isn't as bad as it was during that three and 14 stretch you know but like we just we just haven't seen like with the large sample size that we've had we just haven't seen enough consistency of 
all those guys I just named playing well together. And so that's why this team is 18 and 25 and probably going to sell the deadline. And I'm going to get roasted by Sox fans because they're going to think that I said that I'd rather have Nico than Tame Anderson. We're, we'll have to go back to defend you to, pl- to play it because I know you didn't actually say that. Um, you know, to make matters worse, first of all, the <laughs> longest winning streak in the National League is over. Yeah. Uh, Sox fans think Cody believes that Nico is better than Tim Anderson, and also Cody lost all of his bets tonight. Yeah, it's just been a brutal night, and I blame it mainly because I didn't wear Jordans today. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Shoes. We will, uh, you know, we'll try and get back in the W column tomorrow. Uh, not only the Cubs, but in my bank account. Um, but I made all my bets on points bet tonight, guys. And uh, the best way to support CHGO is if you download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And if you don't know by now, online sign-up is available in Illinois. It has been for two months. So I don't know how much more we have to say it, but it's available. So I just take advantage, right? Uh, you can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. I say it every show. If Luke can do it, so can you. It's really that easy. Uh, Luke does his little one-finger pointing and everything on his phone. No, that's not he true. Figure, he figures See, it out. See, that's less true than the Nico <laughs> Tim Anderson story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Want to start your day with a competitive edge? Strava CBD Coffee is a game changer. It's helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life, and it delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high, it doesn't make you hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you. You're going to feel more alert, focused, won't have the jitters, you'll live your day more balanced, less anxiety, fewer aches and pains, plus including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy a more restful sleep when you wake up feeling your best. Your best part here Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh and shipped straight to your door. It also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a traditional entourage effect of benefits. CHGO listeners, 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use the code CHGO25 at checkout. Discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases only and one use per customer. Now, if you already love Strava, what you do is you subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. Strava, you're in control. You save on the favorite coffees you have, and they're automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. Give it a shot. Strava Craft Coffee. I 
I haven't tried it yet, to be perfectly honest, because I'm not a coffee guy. But everybody that I've run into at the office is like, you got to do it. You, you got to try it. It's really good coffee. I, I know Kevin's getting it shipped to his house. Really? Yeah, he's doing the coffee club thing. Wow. And so, I, you know, I, I, I've thought about it. Coffee's not my, it's not the, ta- it's not the taste that I love. But I, I want all the things that I'm reading about on here. So I'm willing to adjust my palate if I like it enough. And so I, I'm gonna, I am going to try it. Yeah, I have it at my house. Uh, I've had it a few times. It's, uh, yeah, I, I don't blame Kevin for getting it, you know, shipped. And oh, he's not the only one. There's multiple guys here I know that are, are using it religiously or yeah. drinking it religiously. Strava. Strava, yeah. Strava. Strava. Do we have any in studio? I would try it. Do we have any back camera? Uh, I don't know if we have any left because it's, you know, like I said, it's been flying out the door, but he's been taking it home. Yeah. I'll ask Kevin when I see him next. I want to try it. I've never had any. I want to try some. Uh, Jack is asking me if I, or what I got against the spread for the Warriors during halftime last night. Uh, I was so mad that they were definitely not going to win that game that I just turned it off. So I didn't, I did not live bet. Jack, thank you for asking. <laughs> um, I have an update. Uh, Wood at Dong has not tweeted out if Contreras is right. Dong, what, what about Wood at Tater? His ball would have Dong. Um, Wood at Tater. <laughs> so I don't. I don't think. Just based on context clues, I don't think Wilson Contreras' uh, flyout would have Donged anywhere. That's what we do. We start a new app that goes against that, and it's called Tell Me It Tatered. Does it tater? But will you tell me? Tell me that tatered. But will you know how to use that app? No, I won't. But you guys can work <laughs> on it. Somebody could come. Somebody smart could come up with that. Nick sure. G says, "Luke, haven't we seen you with massive all caps Starbucks cups?" That's yes, true. But they're tea. They're never coffee. Yeah, it took so me. So if, Stra- if Strava's got comes out with the CBD tea, I'm all in. Yeah, there you go. I honestly, for the, like the first month of knowing you, and you were coming in with those cups, I was like, man, Luke loves his coffee. And then I think I asked you, and you're like, oh, it's tea. And I was like, mind blown, because I didn't think they put tea in those types of cups. Ooh, here we go. A little bit of an Ice update. Tea. Oh, you mean the hot ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's green tea. Ah, gotcha. We got a little bit of an update from um, the uh, Rowick, Joey Votto stuff. Oh, good. Um, what do we, what do we so, have on this? Uh, Chicago Tribune's Megan Montemurro. Mm-hmm. She tweeted out, uh, issue between Wick, Votto, stemmed from Wick seeing Votto bat flip on walk. That's I pointed that out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wick said he told Votto, nice bat flip. Heard Votto yelling from first base, but didn't want to turn around and start anything. Wick, I feel like he kind of blew it out of the water a little more than needed to be. That she quote tweeted it saying, uh, Wick, Wick said he's never spoken to Votto before. I don't even know if he knows we're both Canadian. <laughs> Whoa, I wonder if the that, mm. that, that, that puts a twist in the battle for yeah. Canada. When he was running to first, was there a hey hoser? Get down to first base, <laughs> and, back, and then on the way back, take off, eh? Oh, right man. back at him. A, that puts a, that puts a wrinkle in the uh, battle for Canada Hell in the Cell match on Monday. I'm um, just saying. Wick did say uh, just blankety blank blank go down to first or something like that. Yeah, you could, you could just read his lips in there. I don't know if hoser definitely was in left there, that part out, but and then Vado was saying what he's what was he saying. He was like, on. I didn't he say, said he was. I didn't say bleep. I didn't so there say wasn't bleep. something before that. There wasn't something before that. He was literally mad about the bat flip for the walk, which is unusual. But whatever. If Joey Votto bat flips, like, yeah, I think it's one of those like soft things. Like I don't want to be that guy, but I think that's kind of soft if you're getting like upset about walking a guy and then he bat flips. And he's not even like it's not even like he. 
Like, he didn't throw it in the air. He chucked yeah, it. He just like, chucked I've it over the first. Like, we've seen a lot of guys do that. Yeah, like, I'm mean, just kind of like. That was a pretty clear, like, like he was trying to. He was trying. Uh, it, to me, it looked like, like the way he flipped it. Like, that looked pretty like, hey, like, watch this. Watch this shit. <clears throat> was it something? It. Either way, like, me, I was still it something? Kind of it was something. But was it enough to start barking at a future Hall of Famer about going down to first? No. I probably would have let it go. I would have let I, it go. I, I, well, I'm glad that the benches didn't clear over that whole thing because I didn't feel like they needed to. But right, I mean, you could see you could see Votto yelling. They kept showing the dugout, Not, so I don't know if like the dugout was yelling anything at, at Votto or like yeah, what that whole situation was. I mean, it just I, felt. Was it? What's that? A whole. Let's get Rowan Wick whole in here. And you much just to tell do us about something. nothing. Yeah. Like that? <laughs> but okay. So if like, That's, is that the phrase they used yeah, back in yes. the 1840s? I, I don't know, but yes, I, I just respect so. Joey Votto so much to like. I'm sorry, Rowan Wick. Like, you're a great reliever for the Cubs. You have been. The Cubs literally got you for a washing machine, and it's great. And I, you know, I appreciate you being on the team. But like, Joey Votto's a future Hall of Famer, first ballot, no doubt in my eyes. And for you to get all upset just because you walked him, and then he flips the bat over to the dugout, like hundreds of guys do every day. Yeah, to me, it's just like there's other battles ahead. You know and, what I mean? But it wasn't like it, it wasn't a bad flip like guys usually do. Like I, I I'm not saying like Roe Wick should have got upset about it. He walked him, but the bat flip that Joey did wasn't a toss to the. And that's out. what I'm saying. Like, but that's, you, but that's what you say. Like you said, like tons of other guys do. That's not that's not a normal toss the bat over to the dugout. Like that was a pretty clear like. like I am hey, now going to this. look at every walk and watch see how this. guys throw the bat over to their dugout. For you tell, like you the tell me, guys, they just kind of flip it like how, how he did. He didn't just. Chuck it over there. I know he didn't just chuck it over there. I no. do realize <laughs> that he like it, it was, he put it, a little extra sauce yeah, on he did. it. Yeah, there was he put a little sauce. extra it, sauce it, it on was, the nugget as it was flying over towards the dugout. But, yeah, but again, it was not. It was a whole much ado about nothing. I I so will I'm gonna, say I'm this. Using that phrase. I am. I just thought of something though. I am now convinced in my mind. While I don't think Wick necessarily needed to bark at a future Hall of Famer over a bat flip that was a little oh, more than go. it needed to be. Do we got it? Oh wait, we can show it. But like, I, I am, I am more and more convinced that Strickland threw at wisdom, which is what got Ross going because of what we were just talking about. Right, Strickland's the hothead. He doesn't care where it is in the game. He knows he's <laughs> on a losing team, and you are not going to bark at our future Hall of Famer, our team leader. Yeah, it was the guy he barked at that set off Strickland, in my opinion, For sure. to. That's, Plunking wisdom on the arm. It was not an air that he hit him in the arm. Yeah, that was yeah. you never touch our captain with with your mouth like that. You're not you're not going to bark yeah. at our guy going down to first base over a bat. That's flip. a good point. I mean, and, and that's why I'm Ross came there. out and was like, "That's great," but he could have just uh, broke our guy's arm. Right, and that's that's where I I do agree. I I do mm-hmm. like again everything that I said about Wick. I. Right, I'm seeing the video. I agree. That flip's not yeah, a lot. Okay. It's, it's, it's maybe it's it, less than I thought. It's got, it. it's it's got a little wrist to it, but it's not. Uh, maybe, maybe that is the the count says he did his usual walk bat flip. Maybe maybe I on first like I haven't watched the replay since we first saw it. Maybe, looks maybe like I, a, maybe, maybe it was a little more the first impression than what it looks like here. It doesn't it looks look like, like a frustration thing from Wick. You know, he's trying to earn innings. It's a strong bullpen. He's trying to earn his spot, a walk, a 4-0 right. walk. That's what that strikes me as. He's just frustrated. But it's yeah. not, it, it is not the guy to bark at. Well, if you want to right. put this on. By the way, Joey Votto's batting like 144 and, and has his own frustration. He just did a home run yeah. 
that probably felt pretty good to him, but he's obviously not having the season he wants to have. So maybe that's where a little bit of the extra bat flip comes from. Definitely faults on both sides in this, no doubt. Like, yeah, Strickland shouldn't have hit wisdom just because freaking Wick decided to say whatever he said to Votto. No doubt. Like, that's like, especially when you're up two to only two runs going into the ninth inning. Like, that's about as, as the dumbest thing you could possibly do. I wonder what David Bell was like. Did he just hit him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, probably. He's but, like, again, like, like, it's that. probably a conversation because, yeah. you know, nothing good really could have come of that. No. Like, it only it, it escalated for, to the point that it did. You could have injured another player, and Patrick Wisdom could have walked down to first and punched Joey Votto right in the face over the thing. Like, yeah. Wisdom's the one that really should have been mad about the whole thing, and I do appreciate David Ross running out there clearly with a purpose, knowing he was going to get thrown out. For sure. Probably wanting to get thrown out. Makes a out. lot more sense that he did that now than anything because then the moment I, I think really that's what didn't happened. get it either because I just did had no idea what was going on. And so, yeah, like what Rossi did was like that's that's one of the reasons they hired him, right? The big roo-roo-raw guy, you know? Um, and the Cubs were a few inches away from making Hunter Strickland look like an absolute clown, even though he already does look like an absolute clown, so. Congratulations, Hunter Strickland. A little, a little, more, a little more from Patrick Mooney on Wick. Okay. Uh, Rowan, from Patrick Mooney, uh, The Athletic. Uh, Rowan Wick on his dispute with Joey Votto. All I said was nice bat flip. I understand he's been in the league a long time. He can do whatever he wants when he walks. On my side, I was not happy at all with the pitches that I threw, so I let the emotions get the best of me. So He admits exactly. he was probably yeah. wrong. Yeah, there you go. Which, I, yeah, I have not said that. I respect that. I, hey, I, don't think it was, I don't think it was something to get all upset like there, there was no reason to have any sort of like so the fault in all of this there. is hunter strickland in my eyes at this point he's the one that I took guess. it to the next level yeah. over someone yelling at his guy <laughs> like, uh, like i just i just can't it's like, so wild to i me. just can't let myself mm-hmm. believe that in that's like, you're only up to like you can't I just, it's such a tough he's a meathead it's, yeah. it's just like, it's just let, it's me, let me change the names for you <laughs> Let me change the names for you and pretend that was Kyle Farnsworth on the hill <laughs> for the Reds. Would you think, yeah, man, I wonder if he threw at him. Absolutely, he threw at him, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the same type of guy. Like, he plonked uh, him. That's just, that's and I, just... I don't remember who put it in the chat, but it was like, slow-mo showed no movement, went straight at him. It was the only pitch he had that he threw that wasn't go- going where he wanted it to go. Somehow that went exactly where he did want it to go. Right. He probably was trying. Maybe it didn't go exactly. I'm hoping he was trying to at least throw at the guy's butt instead of his wrist. But he hit him on the wrist. And so that is why David Ross was not happy. Yeah. Yeah. And rightfully so. So I'm glad we got that stuff while we're doing the podcast. There we go. That's, that's that settles it a little bit. Um, yeah. Nick, Nick, I think Nick G's asking yeah. uh, thoughts on the rumors that Killian may get a call for the doubleheaders coming up. That's not a rumor. That's like <laughs> speculation. That's it's a theory. Uh, it's a theory, and it's which a, we've thrown out which, that theory. which we've talked about. But talked we, about yesterday. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday. It but we also like talked to Jed about it on Thursday, and he said, "I'm not going to speculate on that." And it's, I, I don't know that there's been any. He set up. He pitched today, so he could yeah, potentially yes, pitch on, on Monday. Monday. It, yeah, yeah. it makes sense that this would be the time to try it. It oh, really it does. Like I said, it's it's, it's a, you know with Aaron Ashby last year with the Brewers, like he came up, gave up seven runs in, in two thirds of an inning, and then went back down to Triple A for for a month. Like that's that's a spot that Caleb Killian comes up. You see where he's at. Potentially, he could pitch that se- the doubleheader on Saturday against the Cardinals too, 
and then goes back down to the minor leagues and kind of works on things that you see, hey, you need to work on this stuff. But I'm not saying it's, like, an expectation or a rumor or anything. Like, there's no, like, I, I didn't see, like, a report or anything that that's a thing. It's just, like, we're, at, we're talking to Jed about it. He's not giving us anything, but it's still, like, a place, like, hey, like, this would, wouldn't be a bad spot for Caleb Killian to come up. Well, if it's not, here's the deal. This is why it's likely to happen. Who are the other options? Who else are you calling up? Is it a name we're not thinking of? Like, I would say it was Alec Mills. Well, now we know it's not Alec Mills, right? So, it, it's not, Alec Mills isn't ready to go. So, who, who else is going to, is it going to be lighter again? You know, you assume Keegan Thompson out of like four doubleheader games, Keegan Thompson probably throws in there somewhere. Just, like, probably, I'd rather see Keegan Thompson than literally than who who Mark else Leiter at that Jr. level is someone you're, you're you're looking at right now. You're like, well, if it's not Killian, and I don't have another name, so I don't know why it wouldn't. They be have Killian. Cam Sanders hasn't got enough starts in AAA for me to even consider him yet either. Even, it, could, it could honestly be a Mark Ladder. Yeah, it, really, it probably really will could. be if it's right. not. That's, that's a possibility. Uh, if it, if it's I don't not know. Keegan Thompson. All right, so nah. you're 50 50. I, mean, I, I don't. Right. I, I, was gonna, I was gonna say Michael well, Rucker. I don't think he's a, I will, a starter. Uh, uh, Norris Killian, has started in the past. Killian and he pitched said turf today, toe, which apparently Ooh. is getting better. Rucker, Rucker yeah, yeah, yeah. Norris has been a starter in the past. Like I don't think I don't know that he's built up to pitch. Definitely not four or five innings, but he. A start a couple. He started a game or two this season. I mean, he again. He has been. He was a starter with the Tigers at one point. I mean. That's an option, at least to eat some innings at the beginning of the game. I don't know. But, again, when we're looking, like you said, we're, we're throwing names out of there, and we're like, it kind of feels like Caleb Killian getting a look at him is the best option, best yeah. course of action. Uh, I, I wanted to t- uh, tell you guys his box score line tonight or to this afternoon. Oh, yeah, what was I know he was Went doing well. Five innings, six hits, one strikeout, two walks, four earned. So. Oh, so it, it – he gave up some runs in the end, but yeah. early on he was, yeah, uh, as, yeah, as you say, shoving. Yeah, uh, probably his worst start in Iowa in a while, but his ERA still at two point zero six. Had been below two for a long while, so this is like as far as giving up runs, and he didn't. The strikeouts weren't there today. It's just one start though. He'd really been pitching very well yeah. in Iowa, and also I don't know if. Like, I don't know how the game went. Like, maybe he came out and then someone else gave up right, those right. runs. You know what I mean? Like, it still would be the highlight of your 72 season. 72 pitches, 45 strikes. Hmm. It would be Jack, the highlight of your season, Jack. would it not, if he comes up and throws? Yeah. Yeah. Jack R. said Brendan would love Norris starting. If Norris started and Nico, shorts, Nico Horner was playing shortstop, like, Brendan might faint. Yeah. He might actually, like, faint of, like, just pure joy. <laughs> By the way, what, who's your uh, points bet pick of the week? You got a pick of the week for us? <clears throat> Something we should be rolling with, like how about an NBA call? I think or, you uh, take. I think you got to take Golden State tomorrow. I think Golden State plays tomorrow. Money line? Do you have money line? Yeah. They're probably a heavy favorite, though. You might want to look at. Or the they're probably is. the spread. Because they're they're in Golden State tomorrow, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they're probably a decently heavy money line favorite. Yeah. Probably like the spread. I, I um, I'm not. I don't. I'm not particularly sure. Yet, I would say that I would lean Golden State to at least win tomorrow. Um, Look how quick he's looking that up on points bet. Yeah, yeah so just fast. Bar, brought just it up, man. That's what Cody I do. Cody can do it. Anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. Tr- <laughs> what about the What about the Cubs tomorrow? Well, I'm just gonna say what you don't ever you don't ever wager on the NHL, do you? No, I, I don't like. You don't even touch hockey. it. No. What are the odds? Uh, I'm uh, not the biggest hockey fan at all, really. To be honest, sorry, Greg, uh, Jay, and Mario. I'm just not a hockey guy. You know what? I just realized that at that game. 
Dempster was there. There were three Canadians. And right there. Dem probably needs to go to... Maybe that's why it all got sorted out. Dem probably went down and like, listen, as Canadians, <laughs> we need to pull together. Yeah, yeah. Get or some, are get we going to get Was it Hortons or Mortons? Yeah, well, Tim let's Hortons. go to, Hort- let's go to Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Yeah, Hortons. Tim Hortons, yeah. my bad. We'll get our toques, and we'll all be better tomorrow <laughs> Have some, morning. Uh, what's the poutine? That's a Canadian yeah, thing. Yep. Right? Never heard of it. Uh, I like... <laughs> Cubs are right now. They are currently slated as a favorite tomorrow against the Reds. I think the Cubs can take three out of four. I like the Cubs tomorrow. What's the What's the line again? Minus one twenty. Okay, I'm on that's the money bad. line. You're on money line. Justin trip? Steele against Hunter Green. Right. Oh, that's what I was going to get to. That That's our next that's thing. Is the matchup one. is um, Justin Steele, who in his last eleven innings, one run, nineteen strikeouts. Of course, it was all against the Diamondbacks. All against the Diamondbacks. It was all against the Diamondbacks. So, I mean, it, it, he's a Hall of Famer if he's pitching against the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Now we just want him to continue that. And I know Brendan did, like, an entire podcast just, you know, oozing excitement over the fact that, like, he's adding pitches. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, Keegan's adding pitches. And, and now you're starting to see that Steele's adding pitches to his repertoire. And he could be a five-pitch guy. And, like, he gets so excited about that stuff. All I know is Justin Steele's looked pretty good those last two games. Could you say some of it is against the Diamondbacks? Yeah, but you know what? They also had a chance to see him, and they're still major leaguers. So the second time around, he did some things differently, which was kind of cool, and, and it worked. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it at value. He's had two great games. I don't care what team it was against. I think he's going to be good again tomorrow. I, I like if, I, if you were looking for a pick of the week, I like Steele tomorrow. Steele strikeouts. I don't know what the line is, but I bet it's at least after his last two outings, what, 10 strikeouts, then nine? I bet is. What if it's and, six? I would say if it's five and a half or six. I'm pounding the over, Cody. <laughs> Pound the over. Yeah. Smash the over. <laughs> yeah, I'm smashing the over. Yeah. And Hammer the as over. far as, you know, the game and stuff, you know. This is like this is a like the cup. I feel like the Cubs are going into tomorrow's game with a lot of confidence, despite the loss. Like you had a, you had the fake rally in the ninth, but you you get this like added motivation thanks to Hunter Strickland, in my opinion. Like and Justin Steele's pitched well his last two outings. Like I don't know. Like yeah, we lost tonight and it was stupid, but I just wish we could play the Reds every day, but. Boy, you, I mean, you have to win that game tomorrow. You, you got to win tomorrow. You yeah, can't yeah. split against the Reds. Right. No, I don't. It's not. Also, would like a win going into an off day before we go and get our butts kicked by the White Sox. Hey, hey, hey. Are you going to any of those games? Either of you? No, I'm going to be here. No, I'm, because I'm, I'm here with Cody the, because the people. somebody's got to protect Cody after the Tim Anderson comment oh, yeah. that was They're taken out freak of context. Out. They're going to take me out on the balcony and throw me off. <laughs> the Sox yeah. fans are going to. All crazy. That's going to be all Sean, blown out of Sean and her. Sean and her are going to, like, just hang, <laughs> Sean, hang you over. Sean they, is here. I, I just want to say that the entire reason that I even started doing the comparison <laughs> is because both guys make great contact. That's all I was saying. I, that's all I was really trying to say. But I, I, can we argue that at least that overall, I would say Horner's defense has been better than Anderson's this year? I know Anderson's had some defensive oh, yeah, issues. Had a lot of defensive 100% issues. Hundred percent agree with you there. I I yeah. think I got yeah. that at least. Even Steven. Even Steven. Steven you're okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Steven just said that Nico is better than Tim Anderson. Sox fan Steven wow. just said that. Wow, we'll we'll put it. his Twitter account down here for Sox fans on the next post game show. In fact, it wasn't just that. That's true. It was a thumbs up. Yeah, yes. I, I yes. Thumbs up too. Yeah. Steven. 
turning over, turning over, turning over, turned on his team. Wow. How no, quickly how, that how the turntables? How the yep. turntables? I saw someone else make a, a office reference in here somewhere. I'll find it. You go ahead. <laughs> um, wait, we never we never talked. Uh, who you got? All right, let's do it real quick before we go. Who you got? I I assume Cody won. Like he's up. Did he though? He's That's up three right two one. two now, right? That is not the right one. That's not the right That's from one. Yesterday. That's from yesterday. He's up three two two. Unreal. Nobody <laughs> gave me, nobody gave me the new one. Who the hell is this producer? We don't need a graphic for it. It's yeah, okay. Fine. Who'd you guys have? I had, I had Schwindel. He was over. Yeah, I had Hap. He had the, he's the reason they scored two runs. Right. Two of okay. the three runs. Um, so I had Suzuki. He was one for three. He had a walk. Also scored one of those two runs, mm. three runs. I, I, you had Schwindel. Yeah, I had Schwindel. I didn't win. I, I finished third today, and I was going to take Wisdom. That wouldn't have been that much better. He got plunked. Um, yep. Cody won. He's up. Three two two, correct? Know. Wait, wait, wait. Because you need it. You uh, need it. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Isn't the producer the one that decides this? Kevin, who won? I don't know. Am I the one who decides? Yeah. Well, I mean, Hap drove in there two. Yeah, Hap two had two RBIs today, so he's got to be. The but he was one for four with a strikeout. All right, what was say his numbers again? One for three with a run and a walk. <laughs> this we're is really we're really arguing over this. Okay, no, I'm we're, giving I'm giving it to Hap. The podcast is clicking off <laughs> all over the. All I over lead four two two now. Dumb. I lead four two two now. Four two two. I thought it was three two two. That was yesterday. After I won yesterday, hey, I can't keep my days straight. I like anymore. that idea though that the producer decides. I didn't know that before. It's a new I, rule. I think so. I'm I'm in it it really is a new rule according to tonight. I'm in for that. Never no, you, we asked Stephen the other day. I'm going to give one it. last. Did we not? Before yeah, we go. shaking we? his head. He's not just said yes. All right. All right. We fine. asked him the other day. I forgot what day it was, and he all probably. Right. I'm pretty sure he gave you the win too. So I'm just going to because I've been I've been picking the right guys. It's four two two, but we're going to knock you down to two 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 because you said Nico is better than Tim. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's and and then Stephen agreed with it. Oh my god! Thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs post game show podcast. Cubs lose four to three to the Reds. They will try to take the series on Thursday. What day is it? Today's Wednesday, so yeah, tomorrow Thursday. Is Thursday. Thursday. Oof. Serious finale. Be, well. I actually thought uh, this series is taking it out of me. Be Corey and Brendan tomorrow? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be, yes. Corey and Brendan, right. Corey and Brendan. They'll be live right here. Brendan will wax poetic about whatever happens with Mr. Steele. Yeah. And I wonder if he'll probably talk Daniel Norris a lot just because of today. I saw him tweet about it, so I'm sure he's ready. Enjoy the series finale. We will see you (laughs) for Friday's show. As we get ready for the Crosstown Round 2. And Steven now jumping sides to the north side. Mm. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Fly the W. (laughs) 